0: Sleeper 2020, a series of conversations with explorers, artists and thinkers in the world of hospitality experience and design. This podcast is brought to you in association with A Hotel Life. It features Ben Pundle in conversation with Ian Schrager and was originally recorded on Friday the 17th of April. Ian is such a... A pleasure and an honour. You need absolutely no introduction whatsoever. Are you uh, you staying you staying healthy and well? What's your current personal situation?
1: Uh, you know, I'm with my family, and you know, we're waiting this out, and wait till we uh, come out the other side. Very unfortunate. I've never been to anything like this before, but I'm uh, quite certain that uh, we will get through it. We will get our lives back. And uh, things will return to normal.
0: Hotels are closed. So how, are things, how are things professionally? That's a broad question, but, but how are things?
1: Well, things are terrible. Um, you know, having to close the hotel is one of the most difficult decisions I've ever made in my life. I mean, you know, you don't close. You know, I've stayed open through uh, snowstorms and whatever else. So that was a very difficult situation. Very difficult uh, with all the people that I work with. And so it was really heartbreaking. So uh, we've done that and, you know, now we're waiting. Uh, and uh, But it's it, been very difficult and uh, nothing like I've ever gone to before.
0: And you're right, it is heartbreaking. For those people that don't work in the hospitality industry, it's very strange to close a hotel. From the minute it's open, it never closes. It lives on forever. We are living in in very unprecedented times. Travel and hospitality has been hit particularly hard. Um, What do you think businesses need to do to adapt or to pivot to be able to be successful post-corona?
1: When this country opens up, it's really going to be decided by the people, you know, not by the government and not by elected officials. When they're comfortable, when they feel safe, they'll come out. And nobody really knows. Know, what's going to happen, especially not the intellectual pundits, the people that will tell us, you know, I've heard that when we eventually do open, hopefully it'll be sometime in June or, or July, maybe the restaurants and the bars uh, will get started more quickly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the ramp up with the hotels might be a little more slow, but nobody knows.
0: The hotel industry, in my opinion, was was pretty stagnant uh, for for a long time until until the emergence of lifestyle hotels in in 1984, when you opened Morgan's. Do you think moving forward that there could be a new segment of the industry created from from this? I don't think so, Uh,
1: perhaps, but I'm not a big believer in paradigm shifts. Um, You know, I've been hearing it many, many times over. Every time uh, the world and culture takes a shot, everybody thinks everything's going to change. Everything's going to be different. I don't think it happens that frequently, if at all. Well, we are a species. There is a human condition. I think those needs need to be satisfied. So, you know, I just think the things that uh, were impacting the industry before will continue going forward. I think um, technology... Uh, and health and wellness yeah. uh, will dominate the industry, you know, going forward.
0: I think there might be a resurgence of this idea of a of like pod hotel, which over the over the years have tried because people who who don't want that human connection. And I think in the luxury hotel, people naturally want that human connection. That's a big part of hospitality and of staying in hotels, and certainly with health and wellness. But maybe there's there's space now for people who want to check in on their phones go to sleep, get up, check out without coming into contact with anybody?
1: People do want that. I mean, it's a new thing. There's always resistance to a new idea. It makes things quicker and easier and cheaper and those savings to be passed along uh, to the customers. So I think that's uh, kind of modern. You can't stand in the way of progress. And we're gonna be seeing more and more and more of that. And I don't think the loss of uh, human contact In any of those functions you just talked about, Ben, anybody will miss in the same way they don't miss getting directions over your phone and doing all the other things that you can do over your phone and uh, your uh, technology, as long as it's done easy and quick
0: and, and cheap. Simplicity and accessibility are going to be key. But health and wellness, definitely. I think we were on that path anyway. I think health and wellness, new wellness menus, this idea of impact and purpose, I think, is going to be prioritized after uh, this, uh, this pandemic. And, and I think that's a great thing for us. I think hospitality should have a focus on, on impact and the impact it's having on, on ourselves and on each other and on the earth. So maybe that's a good thing.
1: I think that's what people want. Uh, imagine, come to New York for business and the cure and go home actually feeling better than when you came. That's something very exciting, and no one has done it yet.
0: I look forward to working on that with you, that's for sure. A lot of people, they want to know about Studio 54. My favorite quote of yours ever, I think, is that Studio 54 was like hanging on to a lightning bolt. Phenomenon, was open for 33 months. Uh, Incredible book came out a couple of years ago. I hope everybody's seen the documentary. And on March 11th, which I think was the day before, or two days before the mandatory lockdown, Uh, the Brooklyn Museum opened a retrospective of Studio 54, and I think it was the first time any museum had launched a retrospective of a a nightclub. Did you ever expect that Studio 54 would take off like that?
1: Of course not. Uh, No way to expect that. You know, you try and do the uh, best nightclub in New York, and arguably uh, that could be considered the best nightclub in the world, but it uh, just uh, was an absolute phenomenon. Uh, uh, from the minute the doors opened, uh, it just was something new uh, and uh, that kind of resonated with everybody. And it was just just great to be involved with
0: something like that, you know, in my life. I hope you don't mind me asking this. So you, you and Steve Rubell were, let's say, invited to isolate before. Um, If you've seen the the Studio 54 documentary, you'll know what I'm talking about, but you were invited to to self-isolate before for a while. Any advice you want to give about how we should all get through this, being confined to to, to smaller spaces for a while?
1: Well, I think uh, you you should really look at this as a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to take a pause in life, Uh, to uh, take a look at everything that you're doing and the road that you're on. Try and connect the dots Make sure you're happy. Make sure you're enjoying every minute of your life. Uh, Personally reflect on everything that's going on and come out of this stronger and more focused and more determined in what you want to accomplish. Uh, You know, I've had an interlude in my life. Uh, It was a forced interlude, but I kind of regrouped and and, uh, that's when I decided to go into the hotel business. So I think we have to look at this as an opportunity of a new beginning in everything, a new beginning for when the hotels reopen, uh, a new beginning in, in my personal life with my family. It isn't often in life you get the opportunity for a do-over, which uh, well, is what this is. And so I think if you approach it like that, you'll have a positive attitude, and that should help you get through a period of time to uh, this is something you'll never have again and you should save them every second and use every minute to do things you haven't done before.
0: Well said. For those that don't know, I've worked for Ian for for, for over 20 years now. We've managed to continually celebrate diversity in everything we do in the restaurants, the bars, the clubs, the hotels, and I I think that's such an important piece of of, of who we are and what we do, and it's something that makes me uh, very, very proud.
1: You know, Ben, I often think about that time uh, when we opened up the Times Square edition, And uh, the uh, opening night of the Paradise Club, uh, we had Diana Ross and uh, the House of Yes uh, and Nile Rodgers. And um, the crowd that was there, it was packed, was just going crazy. And everybody was having such a fun time. There was an electricity in the air. And you and I happened to spot each other uh, across the room, and we both came out with this smile about, look at that, man. No words were spoken, but I understood that joy you were feeling, because I was feeling the same joy about it, okay. and um, I have to feel that every night in the studio. That's why you do it, uh, you know, and that's why I still do it. Uh, you, you, to, to experience that joy, that exhilaration, you know, that people are really enjoying it.
0: You've historically worked with the best architects, designers, chefs, nightlife, bar people. How do you make your decisions about who you want to work with? You know, when I see uh, somebody's
1: work, uh, you know, I get a reaction, a response, a visceral response, an emotional response. I just instinctively feel, you know, uh, it's the right thing, it's the right person. Thank God I, you know, uh, I haven't made a mistake yet, Uh, but it's just completely instinctive. It's not an intellectual uh, uh, decision. It's not uh, based upon analysis or or the paralysis that comes with analysis. It's just an instinctive feeling that this is right for this place and, and for this time. And it's part of the fun I have in doing it. You know, putting in, you know, the various pieces of the puzzle together uh, to make uh, a kind of uh, new thing. It's the uh, same thing I saw in you uh, back in London. Uh, I fine. knew you were special. Uh, and uh, same criteria.
0: Thank you, Ian. That's, that, that's very, very kind. Thank you,
1: Ben. Uh. wouldn't say it, I didn't mean it.
0: I'm very aware of that, so thank you. Really means a lot. What's your proudest moment? Do you have a proudest moment? I'm sure there are many. Uh,
1: My proudest moment uh, was uh, when all my kids, each one of my kids were born.
0: Uh,
1: And uh, when you have your kids, which may be soon, I don't know, you'll understand what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, that beats beats everything. Uh, Nothing like it. Everything else pales by comparison. I used to consider every project I did, you know, my kids too. Uh, They were all my kids. I didn't like one better than the other. I loved them all. Uh, But now that I have uh, five kids, uh, I can't call my projects my kids anymore.
0: So, okay, that's that's your proudest moment. So, uh, you know, any regrets?
1: One regret uh, was uh, the debacle that happened around Studio, obviously. That has to be a, a regret in my life, and uh, the second regret might seem a little frivolous—that opportunity, I had an opportunity to buy the house uh, next door, uh, and I didn't. <laughs> That's the regret I have. Other than that, I'm really so fortunate. I have—I uh, have no regrets. You know, I—I've I've lived my life the way, I, and even those are not really regrets. Uh, I mean, I regret it, but, uh, you know, I lived my life to, to the fullest and I intend to continue to live it to the fullest and continue to work hard. Uh, and uh, so, you know, I love what I do and, and where I am in my life now.
0: Well, certainly one thing I do know about you is that you do work very, very hard and you do love what you do, which leads me on to my next question, which was you... you had or have some very exciting things happening with both edition and public for 2020 that have obviously been put on hold for a second but is there anything you want to mention that's coming towards the end of the year? Uh, Yes
1: you know with public we have a lot of very exciting opportunities that we're about to do and we are redoing a lot of the aspects of, of public in New York having the uh, a new nightclub and having a new restaurant and uh, a new bar at diego so but i don't want to say too much about that now uh we're doing uh hotels all over the world, working on like uh, uh forty of them and uh that's been fun uh i'm gonna start work on a um a multimedia theater piece about uh, uh studio fifty four uh, we'll kind of rethink and reinvent the theater and the theater experience that I'm quite excited about and working on that as well. You know, just you know, working on a lot of other things, working on another book. I love what I do and I keep doing it.
0: That I'm aware of, yeah, that I'm aware of. And the, uh, the immersive theater thing sounds incredible. Is there anything else you could see yourself going into? Cruise ships, definitely. Uh, you know, that to me is another part of the
1: hospitality industry. You know, this immersive theater, reinventing that genre, doing something that hasn't been done before, is very interesting and exciting to me. Uh, and uh, working with some of the most uh, talented people in the world, uh, not only from this country but from Europe and from Asia as well, so that's exciting. I also love this idea of micro apartments. You know, providing good living spaces mm-hmm. at very, very affordable prices or affordable rent which I think can uh, deal with uh, living issues that we're having in, in cities like New York and other cities around the world. So that's also of interest to me. There's just the whole world out there to do stuff. Uh, and I, I mean to do as much as I can do.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. People, people are living differently. They don't want to commit to long leases. This idea of co-living, I think, would really take off. I wish I was in my twenties again. I wouldn't take a lease. I would, uh, you know, I would travel around and live in various places. I, I, I love what's happening there.
1: You know, they're all in a funny way. They're all offshoots of the hotel. I mean, the hotel is a place where you go and sleep, uh, and then uh, we added uh, a large public spaces mm-hmm. for entertainment. And so now you're taking that socializing communal living and you're putting it where you work and then you're putting it, you know, where you live. Uh, and uh, it's just, you know, making its way through the population and all these various things because we're social. Uh, and no matter where we are or what we do, we crave that kind of yes. contact. And uh, so I think that's really uh, a great thing. And you're going to see it permeated Uh, throughout everything more and more and more. I think so. that's a really good and exciting thing for us to be looking forward to.
0: Going back to what you said at the beginning, we are going to go back to something that resembled the normal we had before because we are social creatures by nature and we do want to be out. We want to be in nightclubs. We want to be dancing. We want to be eating. We want to be at the theater. Uh, And so I think we have to do it better. We have to do it obviously safer and, and, and in a more healthy way. But I think you're right. We are social creatures, and you know all this is the extension of of the hotels and the lobby as a social space, and nightclubs as theater. And those that survive are the ones that are going to be doing it really well. Of course, everything has to evolve,
1: just like the way kitchen appliances, cars, planes, everything has to continue to uh, evolve. But you know, this paradigm shift, you know, it just doesn't happen the way. All the pundits claim it does every time uh, something traumatic happens. You know, I remember after nine eleven, everybody said, uh, you know, it's a new way of living, a new way of life. Everything about life is going to change. And, and now we jump forward a bunch of years when we got used to it. And So, yes, we have longer lines at the airports. But I can't think of a lot of other uh, uh, instances of where there's been a paradigm shift. A profound change in the way we live. So they just don't come about so easily. And I think we've been on this continuum and we will get back to normal. Not a new normal, but the, the regular normal. It may take some time. I can't say how long. And when I say how long, I think we're talking in terms of months, not years. We will get back. Uh, human life finds a way always,
0: and we'll find a way. Ian, I know you've been very, very generous with your time, so thank you. Uh, thank you so much for talking to us today. Thank you, sir. Sleeper 2020, a series of conversations with explorers, artists, and thinkers in the world of hospitality experience and design. This podcast is brought to you in association with A Hotel Life. It features Ben Pundle in conversation with Ian Schrager and was originally recorded on Friday the 17th of April.